0: 99 per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv hey this is the national treasure Nick Aldis and you're listening to the all night long wrestling podcast Welcome to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, He's a Stallion. I'm the Enforcer, and Joe Pop quotes for you. Ready? Who's your favorite female MMA fighter?
1: Gina Carano.
0: Fuck yeah, it is. Love Gina Carano. Big yeah, fan of yeah. Gina Carano. Got to hang out with her at Elite XC in New Jersey in 2008 when she destroyed Caitlin Young on CBS. The first ever MMA fight on uh, network television. And uh, got super drunk and her friend bought me Irish car bombs. And uh, yeah, blacked out. It was a great time. But uh, just big fan of Gina Carano. Just want to get that out there. Love Gina Carano and her dad, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. The family just greatness just runs in that family, Joe.
1: I, are you going to, when we post the show to uh, the internet, we put it on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those things. Are you going to tag Disney in the tweet when we put our show out this week? I guess is my question. Uh,
0: should I tag their penises in gold that they had on the Little Mermaid cover? Did I do that? Or should I tag the sweatshops in China that they get all their stuff from?
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> come on bring it on <laughs> cancel culture fuck you oh, cancel culture and
1: it's been a brutal day <laughs> brutal day all around that's right yeah, yeah hunters tell them hunter that's good you stuff. you know what
0: i want to switch from the negativity to the positivity can i can i put over somebody before we get started put today? somebody
1: over why not
0: the vengeance day judgment judgment saint valentine's whatever I, I want to put over a friend of the show and uh wrestling personality and beyond wrestling ring announcer rich paladino Rich Paladino uh is a great guy. He was on the show uh probably like right, I think when the pandemic first started, maybe. Um talking about uh, you know, his what his role and his love of wrestling. And he grew up a wrestling fan and he's been a wrestling fan forever. And what he's been doing on his Facebook is selling uh memorabilia and things like that that he had, but it's not like a fire sale or anything. He's selling He's such a fan. He's selling copies of magazines that he had. So I picked up uh, about five that he emailed me today. Uh, that he emailed me. Oh, what
1: an idiot. He scanned I mean. him? Send him over? We'll yeah, try.
0: yeah. He, uh, he docu-scanned. Um, but I got uh, five magazines from him. And uh, I just, like, this, is, look how good this is, dude. This is 1987, uh, August 1987, Inside Wrestling, right after Dusty and Nikita Koloff, spoiler, won the Crockett Cup um i got uh, a couple of ww magazines i got the second ever ecw magazine uh rich is awesome he doesn't uh you know he didn't uh, hold the over barrel for the prices it was totally fair and uh, i'm a sucker for nostalgia as i know you are so it's so cool to get these and go through them and what i want to show everybody to my favorite part uh back in the day when wrestling magazines were cool and millennials didn't suck the fun out of life um, they used to have like ratings um, and uh, champions of each organization, and so when the magazines come out, I know everybody's so used to downloading the information. Right back in the day, you would send it to the printer; it would take a couple of weeks, and it would finally come out. So he, the things changed. So the wrestlers that came out, so Rich went through and he updated as a UTE the um, the, the wrestlers that took the titles. For example, in case you were wondering. At the time of print in uh, August of 87, Nick Bockwinkle was the AWA world champion. But thankfully, now because of Rich Palladino, I know that Kurt Hennig actually is the AWA world champion at this time. So it was awesome. Thank you to Rich. Uh, if everybody follow him on Facebook and friend him on Facebook because he's posting cool stuff all the time. So just uh, want to thank him for being a true professional and a fan of professional wrestling and helping me get some uh, get my hands on some nostalgia, Joe.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, those are, you know, I still have all the magazines from when I was a kid somewhere. And uh, you know, when that's you talk hilarious. about the, the title histories, I think one of the things that I miss from uh, PWI is they used to produce an almanac every year. And uh, when I was in high school, um, you know, at that, at the time is, so you're talking like late nineties now I'm dating myself, but uh, all the information in there was about you know the, the title histories Um, Of active and dormant titles, um, pay-per-views, the cards, who won every match, and like all these things, uh, we're in the almanac. And we used, I believe, like the whole year. We used to sit and talk uh, at lunch during, you know, in high school and stuff like that, and like quiz, you know, ask each other trivia questions and stuff based off the almanac. And I can only imagine, you know, now that's like twenty-something years ago. So I can only imagine how big the almanac would look now if they still produce it every year. But I miss things like that where you can go. I wonder, you know, that that's how I would learn about stuff from other promotions that went when I was too young to watch and really knew what was going on and like the AWA and even the NWA at a, at a particular point in time. That's how I started to learn about things like that before like the internet really kind of took off and I was able to just look anything up that I wanted to. Um, so I miss I miss those things like that. Sometimes it's just it's just cool to have a, a book to reference and not always have to go to my phone for things like that.
0: Yeah, I found um, I think it was a 2005 2006 almanac with uh, Ray Mysterio and Batista on the cover uh recently and i was like oh it was and they're like pocket size like it's just so cool to have and i was like man i wonder if i could get back orders of these spoiler you can't they're like Mm -hmm. super duper expensive and they like if you're a wrestling fan you have one you don't want to part with one i don't blame you so um wrestling nostalgia fucking rules um miami vice rules disney sucks uh society sucks and uh but wrestling is cool so that's did i sum it up is that pretty much it yeah, I think you could pretty much nail it on the
1: head. Nailed it. All right, cool. Joe, what are we talking about today? Well, we are going to talk about and give our predictions more specifically for NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, which is happening on <laughs> Valentine's Day uh, this mm-hmm. Sunday. As you pointed out to me earlier, and I had thought about myself, I don't know why they wouldn't call it St. Valentine's Day Massacre, t- you know, TakeOver St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Seems like a great opportunity for that. But apparently people are going to be getting vengeance On Valentine's Day. So uh, there are five matches on the card. Five uh, for this Sunday. There are three title matches and two dusty classic finals matchups that will be happening. One for the men and one for the women.
0: Yeah. uh, Do you think that's like a a massacre thing? They don't want to say the name massacre uh I, I don't know why like why i don't, I
1: don't know dude they, they could have called it nxt takeover cupid's arrow for all i care i mean it would have just been nice to have some sort of you know nxt takeover acknowledgement <laughs> of the fact that it's valent i mean they acknowledge everything else actually no they don't they only acknowledge certain certain shows but that's fine but uh yeah i don't know it's vengeance day <laughs> should i just be going to like should i be going after people that have wronged me in my life on sunday and just hitting if, them over the head with a tack hammer or something i mean what am i supposed to do on vengeance day if-
0: if I say something now, how hard is it for you to edit it
1: out and post? Uh, I mean, I could figure something out if you really, if you really no, off your chest. We'll figure it out. Nope. I'm just going to text you right now, and I want your reaction on air. You're going to take the high road, and you're going to ta- – okay, that's fine. So uh, while you're doing that, uh, there's five matches. Like as, as I said, those are the two finals of the Dusty Classic Cup. Uh, Dakota Kai and Ra- mm-hmm. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, for the men, it's MSK versus Grizzly Young Veterans. And then we have a women's triple threat. It's Io Shirai, Tony Storm, and Mercedes Martinez for the women's title. Johnny Gargano versus Kushida for the North American title. And Finn Balor versus Peter Doon uh, on Vengeance Day. I just got your text, and I am not going to repeat that on there. So, How, how money would that name be, though? Let's just move right along. So... Mike, let's start with you and we're going to go for the women's Dusty Rhodes tag team classic finals. It is Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart.
0: All right. Here's a, I, I messaged you this morning and I was like, I have a couple of hot takes and uh, they were pretty much all about Ember Moon. Um, I don't really get the appeal of Ember Moon. I don't want, I don't. I hate to be that guy. She came back with like a cool Terminator T two esque uh, thing, riding a motorcycle uh, crotch rocket,
1: which I think is what the kids call them. Um, she <laughs> what was called? Uh, it's really going off the rails already today. Match one. I, uh, like
0: she to, she came back. Do you remember the Guns and Roses music video from Terminator Two? Or no, this is a this is wild.
1: No, I, <laughs> I I don't. I'm sorry, I don't.
0: Okay, all right. How about all right? One more. How about the episode of Married with Children when Al was figuring out how to compliment Peg, right? And he's like, Peg, you look, and then like you see like a camera, like a a computer view, and like multiple choice, and like option C was nice, and he selected it. Like that was like the um the virtual reality kind of thing that I thought we were going to get something like that with Ember Moon, which is where I'm really circling back with. Um, so when Ember Moon came back, she was going to be like this cool whatever. It fell apart. She shaved, she's got a, a, a different look, but I have not been on the Ember Moon uh, bandwagon, and I'm also not on the Shotzi Blackheart bandwagon. But Raquel Gonzalez has improved leaps and bounds. Her and Dakota Kai are a formidable team. They're an actual tag team. And I think they're going to win the Dusty Classic. Dusty Cup or Dusty Classic? What do they call it?
1: It is the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic, but there is a physical cup.
0: The DSTTC. That
1: will be, that will be presented. Not this like this, but something that, you know...
0: It's more like a mug, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there so will be... Like the, the Crockett Cup, but they're making it the Dusty Cup. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much spot on. So uh, I'll be honest. I, I really... This, this match and the men's match, I feel like, you know, they're going to try to balance out the two in terms of maybe like one babyface team winning one heel team winning. And I don't know which way to, I really wasn't sure which way to go. So I'm, I've, I'm just putting it out there. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Shotzi and Ember here. Boo! Yeah,
0: Sorry.
1: I know. I, uh, I just think that a, in the past with, with the dusty classic cups, they've had those kind of like mixed teams win, not always like, tag teams win it oh yeah i was gonna um, cut a
0: promo on this later but if you beat me to it God. no
1: that's and they and they they seem to really like Shotzi, so i don't know that whoever wins this is gonna get a lot out of it because there aren't women's tag titles in nxt maybe the winning team will get a shot at the women's tag titles at wrestlemania or something i don't it, know maybe um, you
0: fucking talk about it so there's more prestige and you care
1: about who's gonna win the
0: fucking cup yeah. what
1: Yeah, this guy gets it right here. So I'm going to go officially with Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon to win the Women's Dusty Tag Team Classic. MC2 Let's go over to the Men's Dusty Classic Finals. It is MSK, and I will give you $500 on the spot if you can tell me the names of the two guys that are in MSK, what their WWE kayfabe names are against the Grizzled Young Veterans. Okay. Wesley. Yeah. Benjamin Carter? Nash Carter. Very close, though. Almost had $500 in your pocket. Um, Yeah, so those that's the finals of the tournament. I think we were all afraid that Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher were going to make the finals, but that did not happen. So uh, MSK debuted in the opening round of the tournament. They've made it to the finals, and uh, the Grizzled Young Vets are their opponents. Would you like to go first on this one? Yeah,
0: Uh, the Grizzled Young Vets, that's us. We, you and I, are well we could be the grizzled old vets because we're old pieces of shit now uh the grizzly young vets are just they're so fucking good and uh what does msk stand for
1: i don't know they
0: haven't talked about it
1: i don't know so. i mean if they have i've missed it granted i fall asleep a lot during nxt but i if they've said it i have not heard it
0: I've watched NXT because NXT. Uh, my routine is uh, Wednesday night, Dynamite live, and then NXT. I watch while I'm doing cardio the next day at the gym. So I, I it's just me and, and the phone, and my head, headphones. I, I I haven't heard it. Um, they didn't know who they had no idea who MSK was. So they walked out. And they're like, "Oh, that's Wesley and Rick Nash or whatever the other guy's name was," and uh, they they and knew everything car, about him.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought we were naming hockey players. It's like right. Rick Nash, Anson Carter. It's the same thing. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. You know what? Why don't I go ahead and give my pick since you're, you're a little bit uh, indisposed here. I'm going to go with the grizzled young veterans in this one. I think that this is the one where a, an official tag team will win. Uh, they've been spotlighted since they've returned to NXT. Um, I think MSK has gotten you know a good amount out of making it to the finals of the tournament. Um, and you know, they put on good matches, but I don't know that they're going to have them go all the way and win it. So I'm going to go with grizzled Young Vets to take the Dusty Cup.
0: I agree. Uh, I love the GYV. They're the, probably one of the best tag teams that I think um, NXT has or the WWE has in general. Um, I we both feared this whole Thatcher Champa thing because how the WWE has such a hard on for being like, oh, okay. These guys are going to wrestle a couple of times and they're not going to like each other, but they're going to respect each other. And then they're going to make a tag team and fucking win a bunch of titles. It happened with, who is it? Joe and Balor, right? Mm-hmm. Help me out.
1: Samoa Joe so, Finn Balor was one.
0: Smoy Joe Finn Balor, Roderick Strong and Peter Dune, right?
1: They made it to the finals. Yes. They
0: made it to the finals. Yeah. Um, on the main roster. Uh, who, who's the, the other one that won? The, uh, I,
1: uh, I think it was Riddle and Dunn won it uh last year i believe and yeah
0: yeah right the the, the that whole thing The and then like on the main roster it's happens all the time uh cesaro and sheamus is like a, a and they're a great team but like they're not a tag team like and so to have actual tag teams in the finals you're not bastardizing the tag team division so great job by them i was really worried they were going to go the other way with it but uh they haven't msk are I fucking hate calling msk they're they're good um but a lot of people complain that like we were talking about earlier today like aew is quote-unquote indie rific is the word that people are using in their spots and all this stuff and i'm like msk are, are right there in the in the indie rific thing and there was a spot that really stood out to me in the ember moon match sort of you know and candace and indy hartwell hit this move that i was like i popped popped me out of my chair Andy Hartwell was holding uh, Amber Moon draped on the second rope, and Candice hit her uh, her springboard moonsault, and it looked clean, perfect finish, and Amber Moon kicks out. I'm like, well, it's the second match of the show. That's Candice's finisher, but it's like now even better. And I was like, oh, this I, it kind of sat wrong with me, like those like matches where you have 400,000 kickouts.
1: Like you ate some bad shrimp, you know, like one of those types of things. wasn't sitting right.
0: Yeah, like I had some curry. Like I had some Tim Curry and some Pennywise on me, um, but uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't, I think as far as tag teams go, grizzled young vets are a more enjoyable tag team for me to watch. They have a more established team in the WWE and MSK losing to them in the finals. Don't hurt them at all. Cause they, they were like, they had the rocket strapped to them. And uh, I don't think uh, Grizzly GYV should be losing anytime soon. So,
1: yep, I agree. So I think we're on the same page with that one. Um, Let's go to the North American Championship. Johnny Gargano defending against Kushida.
0: I am such sorry, a proponent of the Gargano way, Uh, the protein. Shoot, you shoot? You you, 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 want to shoot, cowboy? Go ahead. Triple H is one work Tuesdays. Um, Gargano Way stuff has been funny. I really enjoy Gargano. I know Jim Cornette doesn't. Fuck him. Uh, and he doesn't like Candace either. Fuck him. But uh, I I love what they're doing, it's adding some comedic stuff to it. Um, and especially Austin Theory and Gargano have some really good chemistry. Kind of I find them to be hilarious. Uh Kushida out of nowhere, he toiled, he was there for like what a year. Did nothing. And then all of a sudden, he's this big beast guy. And I'm for it. I think Kushida's great. And I think they've done really well in making him feel important after, um, for so long, not being important. So I'm uh, all in on this match. I think you should probably let Johnny hold on to it a little bit more. Um, I, I think it'd make more sense, I should say, to have Johnny hold on to the North American title. And then uh, it should. It, they're really good stuff and as far as the faction goes I I think there's money in them so I'm going to say Johnny Gargano holds on to it
1: yeah I agree I think that they should keep it on Gargano here I mean it's all really been setting up to you know I think Kushida has beaten Gargano in tag matches a couple of times or or pinned him in different capacities Um, they've really played up the storyline of Gargano basically being afraid of having to face Kushida so I think that this is probably the first in what will be a few matches between them where you can have Gargano somehow get out of, you know, either get disqualified or interference from Austin theory or something where he'll end up retaining it. And then perhaps at the next takeover or at another, you know, TV special, whatever that they're going to do. You can have another match with a gimmick to it where Kushida might be able to take the title at that point. But I do agree that it would be important for Gargano to keep it and continue the momentum that he has with uh, the way for a little while longer. So I'm also going to say that Gargano will retain the uh, the title.
0: He just broke the curse, bro. He broke the curse. He's got to hold on to the title.
1: You're right. hundred percent. Let's go with the women's championship. It is Io Shirai defending in a triple threat against Tony storm and the uh, recently returning to NXT Mercedes Martinez, after she has shaken loose from the shackles of retribution on the main roster has returned to NXT and, Surprise, surprise, finds herself in a title feud right away.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> you know what? You take this one, pal. You go first.
1: See, my thing is here, I was going through... So, originally, they were building up Shirai and Tony Storm, which I, I, was, I am looking forward to seeing. And then they added Mercedes Martinez to the mix in a triple threat. And, and to me, this is not a situation where they should have had a triple threat because there's not an interwoven story other than, like, Tony Storm is feuding with Io Shirai Mercedes, Mercedes came back and now wants the title. They, sh- I don't think it's interwoven enough. Um, I don't think they should change the title. Go ahead.
0: I just want to ask you then if you, I agree with you. Do you think they put Mercedes in there so she could take the pin and then do Io Shirai versus Tony Storm at like Mania Weekend Takeover?
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking that, but only reversed. Uh, so where uh, Tony Storm will take the pin, and maybe they'll do Mercedes Martinez and Io Shirai at WrestleMania weekend or something like that. But I think I think that's what they should do here. Um, so I'm going to say Io Shirai keeps the title. I was going to say that they shouldn't change the title in a triple threat, and then I remember that that's when Io Shirai won the title was in a triple threat. So, uh, but still, I'm going to say Io Shirai uh, retains.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you on this one. I think Io Shirai. It's weird. I feel like she hasn't been on TV like nearly at all. Is that? Does it? Is it just me, or has she actually not been on TV much? I, know I, think, probably, I feel
1: like it's been less. I feel like it's yeah. been less.
0: She'll come in and she'll do like a moonsault and then she'll just leave. Um, but no, I think Io Shirai should keep it too. I think she's done nothing but delivered as the champion. And it seems like they're setting up Zia Lee too to be um, a contender, which I, I'm really enjoying. So uh, I'm yeah. going to go with yeah. on this one, Io Shirai.
1: And also, not to, I mean, Raquel Gonzalez was the pinned Io Shirai in War Games. And now and then beat Rhea Ripley in a match which allegedly is Rhea Ripley's last match in NXT and is now in the Dusty Classic Tag Tournament and I don't think I really has gotten a rightful match against Io Shirai unless I completely forgetting about it and I'm sure if anybody listens to this they will correct me if I'm wrong but I felt like that was the direction they were going and now no, she's so. not even in the title picture so
0: yeah the last man st- oh, the, I'm sorry the last woman standing match um there you go yeah,
1: yeah. That was, that was thanks Triple H um
0: wait what did Triple H do?
1: He's. I think I thought he was booking this stuff. No, I think
0: HBK is booking
1: this, buddy. HBK is booking NXT UK, bro. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. okay. Him and Jim Smallman, I think, are uh, booking NXT in the, okay. in the United okay. Kingdom. So. Okay. I'm just kidding. I, I like all the guys. I just
0: can't get to the show.
1: I'm sorry. Continue. Let's go. And the main event is Finn Balor defending the NXT Championship against the alleged. Number one contender, Pete Dunn. Alleged. alleged. Me, what, do what do you mean alleged? I have beef. I'll tell you why. I don't like this. I don't know how long ago it was, last month or six weeks ago, they had a number one contenders match on NXT. It was Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunn. Kyle O'Reilly won that match and earned a title shot at Finn Balor, again, which, which occurred on NXT television, and he subsequently lost. So Finn Balor is still the champion somehow now Pete Dunn gets a shot at Finn Balor, even though he lost the number one contenders match. And hasn't can you, match. Can you explain that to me? Does anyone have a reasoning why that's the case? Other than he just asked for a title shot because he said he wanted one. No,
0: I can't explain that to you. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what would be better and have... I think the build for this match has been good, but you know what would have made it better? Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. In some aspect, I never in a million years thought I would say that because I was so anti-PMAC. Pat McAfee, yep, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, uh, I, I was anti-antivirus um, right. for a long time, yeah. and I have come around to appreciate Pat McAfee. And I don't think Dunn's the greatest talker. You know, this thing he does is cool. Yeah. Um, and Finn Balor's a, a pretty good talker, but... I. This is, good. I don't buy, I don't necessarily buy done as the muscle. You know what I mean? Like when McAfee was building him up, I bought him as the muscle. I might be looking too deep into it. If I am, you feel free, but you know, it's, it's probably cause he's a vegan.
1: Cause he's, he's vegan. Man. I knew it. I yeah. knew that was what was coming. I think that's what knows. it is. I think, he's I think it's going
0: to be, he loves garden of life, sport, plant protein, made it a fucking piece dork. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, it takes a real man to get a bear tattooed on your kneecap. Kneecaps suck to get tattooed, so he's a beast. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I think it should be a fantastic match. I just wish Pat McAfee was around, man. I, that's all. That's, that's too much to ask, right?
1: No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I, I think, uh, I mean, listen, I think the match is going to be great, and I have no problem with them matching these guys up. I just the the storyline or the build to it just seemed a little bit lackluster to me. Like, not. I'm just saying in terms of how they got to this point, like. They should have had Dunn do something, like Pinbauer in a tag match at least, which I hate them doing, but at least some sort of justification for him getting a shot. But whatever. Yeah, or I'm Pat just...
0: McAfee to just be out there and be like, hey, I talked to William Regal, and he cuts a promo saying how he got Pete done the match. Oh, you believe it, because it's Pat McAfee, and everything he does is believable. But I, I probably
1: like... take – I just take wrestling too seriously. That's, that's my problem. But
0: officially oh, – No, we don't take it too seriously. They don't fucking take it seriously enough. It's not our fault that they suck. We said that before. Not they – Not everybody sucks, but like when people do shit that does suck, it's not our fault that we
1: call it out, right? Agreed. Uh, So, officially, I'm going to pick Finn Bauer to win this match. I think he'll retain the title. Um, Again, I I did not get to watch all of NXT last night, but the sense that I got is that the direction they're heading is maybe carrying cross, coming back around again and getting an opportunity. I, I don't know. That's what I assumed because he never lost the title to begin with. But uh, yeah, we'll see. But I do think Finn Balor will win on this show and retain.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. Like carrying cross, the thing was weird. Like Scarlett came out and watched um, Legado del Fantasmo. What's the guy's name? The the the, the, the Cruiserweight Champion?
1: Uh, El, I think, well, I think it's El Hijo del Fantasmo, right? I'm gonna... El...
0: Yeah, El Hijo del Fantasmo and Legado del Fantasmo is the, the group. I'll look that up we're talking yeah, good uh and she came out and she was like calling him out and got in the ring with him and then this two weeks ago and then carrie cross came out and beat the shit out of the other guys and it was like why why is carrying cross calling out a 205er um which made no sense but then i saw scarlet was in the uh in regal's office so i, I think you're right was i right what's it what's the name
1: it's el Hijo del fantasma but his i mean yeah the group, Legato, yes, guys. but his yep. his name is really Santos Escobar.
0: That's a lot of words. I don't. Know. I, I I barely have a command of the English language, so forgive me. Um. So I would agree with you. I think Finn Balor is going to win here. Um. I think the match should be very strong. I'm looking forward to it. Takeovers really always deliver. My question for you is, dude, where the fuck's the undisputed era? Right? Like what? None of them. You're not one of them on the show? No Bob? No Kyle? No Rod? No Adam? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, Just I no- don't know. Yeah, I, was, I was hoping that they would make it to the finals um, of the Dusty Classic Tournament, but it did not break out that way. That was Cole and, and Roddy. Um, yeah, Kyle, I don't know if he's going to get involved in that uh, title match or not, but uh, yeah, he's not been around. The tag titles are not being defended on this show, which is uh, Lorcan and Birch. They could have gotten something out of that, but they... I guess they figured they had two Dusty Classic matches and they didn't want to add another one. But uh, as far as tag you know, matches are concerned, they could have done.
0: I'm sorry. I don't want to come on. Here we go. I don't want to. I'm just, I'm just going to come out and say, it, okay, I'm just going to say. It. You didn't need a woman's Dusty Classic. You know why? Because you don't push the women's tag team division. You just throw two single women's wrestlers together, and make them a fucking tag team. If you had the tag teams to do it, you could have a women's, Dusty Classic that made sense. But what you could have done is you could have the finals of the Dusty Classic in the beginning of the show. And then maybe the main event would be for the tag team title. And you're elevating the tag team title because it's in the main event. I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box here, Joe. I'm just thinking of ways you could have put a button on this whole thing. And you have your tag team champions on the fucking show. Uh, We know they're going to add some pre show match. It could be. Uh, or Lorcan and Birch versus Legado del Fantasmo. And then I don't know. They're probably going to add something. They always add, you know, something last minute. So who knows, but you got to get like, you're having a tag team tournament and you want it to feel prestigious, but you don't even have your tag team champions on the show. You have a takeover every two, every three months. Fuck. I don't know, man. Just me. I love tag team wrestling. I'm a tag team guy.
1: Yeah. one thing I'll just add to that is, just I, I, I wouldn't have, have been opposed to if they you know, if they wanted to have a women's dusty classic they they could have maybe done it a little bit later in the year and kind of split them up instead of having them go at the same time uh, and I you could like, have
0: built the, the tag teams by then right like you could have built, yeah. built the women's tag team division better by then
1: yeah that that's my only thought i mean i don't know if they want to do it like that's fine i just i probably would have done it at a different time because what's happened is now these shows that are leading up to um this takeover have been filled with all these tag matches. Um, and I don't know if that's the reason or not, but you know, their ratings have not been, you know, the viewership hasn't been as good. Um, so I I think maybe that's what I would have done now again, then you, then you go back to like, well, now we're doing three, two dusty classics a year and it's going on for like, but you know, I think you could have maybe done a men's one now and then maybe done the women's one in like July or something. And then, you know, you can, you can do that. Um, that's probably what I would have suggested if they wanted to split it up, but you know what? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a booker. Um, Not
0: well, you are a Booker, but instead of calling it the Dusty Cup, they could have called it like the Jumping Bomb Angels Classic or some shit like that, right? Because you know, everything's got to have a name. Uh, but you, you're that's a good point by you. They could have done it at a different time, maybe even like a, a month away from each other. I, I don't know, but you, you could have built it up a lot more. I mean, they're becoming like AEW, AEW has 12 tag team matches a night, but at least the AEW tag team matches are with tag teams right like 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 established tag teams but i don't know like i said you said i'm not a booker either just the guy that watches the shows man
1: i would have just called it the betty white cup and called it a day. so i mean i think that yeah can you really get any better than that where can everyone follow us on the internet mike
0: well we're about to be gina karana off of twitter at this point no at all night long wp everywhere you media socially um twitter instagram facebook.com slash all night long wp um be sure to follow our friends over at wrestling headlines where you're going to find this show on youtube so it's youtube.com slash wrestling headlines i think follow along give us a like give us a comment give us a subscribe um we're looking forward to the show this weekend i'm um, looking forward to some nxt i'll be watching live because i'm a rebel so i do like tweet that bitch but follow us along like i said at all night long wp and uh That's really it for another edition of the all night long wrestling podcast. He's your host. He's a stallion. I'm the enforcer and we are tapping out.